Hey there, it's Winston Faircloth, and welcome back to episode 24 of the Begin Again podcast. In this eight-part series, I'm giving you a behind-the-scenes glimpse into the differences between my first multi-million dollar business and my second six-figure business. And these podcasts were taken from a course I released last summer when I published my short ebook, Seven Lessons from Building a Seven-Figure Business. Now, these stories, they're a complement to the ebook. I hope that they will expand your understanding and give you maybe a couple of new insights. And at the end of today's episode, I'll share one additional inspirational takeaway so that you can take action today towards building your own seven-figure business. These audios are from that course and are your free gift from being a loyal podcast subscriber. Today, we're going to talk about how loyal clients and referrals are your best marketing engine. So let's think about the economy that we're working in today. We live in a referral economy. I was recently on a webcast where folks were talking about how they make investments in personal coaching and mentoring. One of the things that one of the participants said, it really caught my attention, is that she said that she looked at the referrals and the recommendations from prior clients in making her decisions. Now, it's so easy when we're starting our business to think about our logos and our business cards and our website content and our social media strategy, and all these other things that we believe will build credibility and referrals in our for our organization. But you know, until we start serving clients, until we have a product that people are buying and using, we cannot really participate in the referral economy the way that we would like to. So in the multi-million dollar technology organization that I talk about earlier lessons, our accidental benefit of lesson number two of getting early adopters into the program, into, you know, having paying clients before we build the service, the happy accident of that was that we got built-in referrals. Not only did they get in at the grandfathered low price, but they had their fingerprints over every aspect of the design of the service that we eventually offered. Now, the cool thing about that was they then became product ambassadors with their peers around uh, the industry. Now, I would love to say that I did not make the mistake that many startups make. When we launched our website, the website was prominently featured me as the founder of the organization and my story, the origin story about how my experience in my day job translated into this vision and how we had cast the vision and the vision we were casting to other like-minded organizations, other potential clients and, and customers of this service. I remember getting uh, an email one day from one of our clients said, you know, this is really odd. The website's all about you. And that really jumped into my head. It's like, wow, they're right. It's the founder's origin story. And doesn't that sound cool? But it really did not resonate with our potential clients. And so after that day, we ended up then flipping the website content and flipping the whole approach to marketing around the hero was our client. 
and how they were solving problems that, as I mentioned before, that they couldn't solve on their own, but because they were part of this larger collective of clients that were all working together towards a common goal and a common purpose, using our common platform with standards and processes and everything else in place, now they were able, their capability level had gone up tremendously and their spend rate was about what they had before. And when we flip the marketing to make the hero of our story our clients, that's when we got beyond our initial early adopter community. We had people reaching out to our clients, asking them about their experience. We had people seeking them out. And then our clients would pass those questions over to us. It gives us a warm opportunity to engage. And it gave, it was a tremendous boost to our efforts. And you know, the most important thing didn't cost us a lot of money. Didn't have to do a lot of advertising. The trade shows we attended uh, to promote our service, our customers, our clients were front and center. Their stories, their solutions, their, we were, we were asking them, go out and tell folks in this conference about your experience. And it made such a tremendous difference. As you think about your marketing spend, how can you capture early referrals and early references, early experiences? And here's one other benefit of being an early adopter. I've seen a number of very successful businesses exchange a lower price point for a, an opportunity to be a referral and a recommendation in their service. And I find that to be a very much a great win-win when you deliver value. And, and believe me, in these early adopter uh, situations, you're going to over-deliver. You're going to really, because it's a small, you're small, they're small, you're going to handhold people, you're going to give them a great experience. That's going to really propel your referrals. These are your best marketing tools, yes. You're going to want to do other things. But this to me, I mean, what, what our webinar participant shared, I believe is absolutely true. Think about when you go online and make a purchase today. Uh, the specifications are the same. The pricing is pretty comparable. What do people do? They go down to the reviews. We want your reviews to be the differentiation in the marketplace because you're going to focus on referrals you can do that at a fraction of the cost in time, resources, and money because you've got already baked in customers who are going to be raving fans because their fingerprints are all over your service because you took us up on lesson number two. There are lots of ways to build references and referrals. The process I teach starts with paying clients who are co-creating your program in exchange for additional value. Many first-time course creators will grandfather these earliest clients at the lowest price ever. And personally, I prefer these referrals coming from paying clients because their level of commitment is higher and their results are always greater. So today's inspirational takeaway, how about you? What ways do you create references from your new course or program? I'd love to hear your response. DM me on social media. I am at Winston Faircloth on Instagram. And next time we'll talk about one of the key steps that, I, that really limited our growth, even in the multi-million dollar business. 
and this is called pairing the visionary with the integrator. So make sure to go to future7figureceo.com to download your copy of the 7 Lessons ebook. And as I always share, let's draw deeper faith, inspiration, and encouragement in our Begin Again moments. If you'd like to help others, make sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends. Your honest review helps us spread the word. And when you post your review, follow the show notes, and we'd love to send you a gift in the mail. And my friend, this has been so true in my life, and, I ho- and I'm sure it's probably true when you look back over yours. The biggest breakthroughs in life and business occur the moment you decide to begin again. I'll catch you on the next show.